On this episode, Dude and Brett sit down with a few different expressions of Knob Creek. Tune in to find out what we think on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. To another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Dude Paul. I'm joined by Rep Ryan. And today we're going to do some Knob Creek. Uh, we've got some single barrels. We've got a quarter oak. We've got a 15 year. I'm just going to drink through some of these and uh, tell you where they're from and uh, just talk about what we've been up to. I'm excited to revisit the 15 year because um, we sampled it once and it's been a long time ago. Well, and when we did it, we did it with like a whole bunch of other older stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think. You know, the fact that, I, I don't know, for one, our tastes have changed a little bit in bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. Just a little bit. And we've gotten better at picking out things and things that I didn't necessarily like in bourbon a while ago, I, I've kind of changed my mind a little bit on. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but some of them. And then the other thing, too, is that, you know, it was, I think, open specifically for that episode. So it's had a chance now over a year to sit and oxidize yeah. a little bit more. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And... The fact that we're doing Knob Creek the entire evening and we finish with that, we might actually like it. Who knows? I'm optimistic about it. Yeah. I've heard people uh, say they don't like it. I've heard people say they like it. So we'll see. I know the 18-year got some really good reviews, uh, which is funny because if the 15-year people don't like and then the 18-year all of a sudden people are liking, like what happened in those three I mean, I know every situation is different. They right. probably pick from a different part of the Rick house, but still. Are the, the proofs the same on those? I don't know. That, no. that yeah. I'm not sure of. Um, but, uh, I do like Knob Creek. I think it's one of those ones that doesn't get a lot of attention. Agree. Um, you know, it's, uh, Freddie no generally has his signature. Like when you're doing the single barrels, he's got a signature on the side of it. Now it's printed. It's not his real signature, but, um, I don't know. I just, I've always liked Knob Creek and it just, you don't see much about it. Uh, I think the 18 year was the one that uh, everyone was really trying to, you know, get like mm-hmm. about a year ago or maybe six months ago or something like that. We start getting up to those higher years. I think they're really sought yeah, after. You they know, are. Like the they East, are. you know, the Elijah Craig 18. And yeah. And what did you, you were telling me your sweet spot for Knob Creek is the Knob Creek 12, right? You yeah, really enjoy love that Knob Creek 12, man. Yeah. It was funny. I saw a nine and a 12 in a picture online and the nine was selling for $10 more than the 12, which I thought was funny because I thought everyone liked the 12 better. I mean, if you look at the proof, sure maybe that's part of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Could be, yeah. If you look at alcohol, you know, per dollar. Right. Um, now, I am uh, I am drinking this uh, quarter oak. We did this. Uh, actually, I think that uh, we did the quarter oak um, when I had my mom and dad, actually, uh, on in Destin. And um, I like this quarter oak. Yeah, it's not bad, and it's a hundred proof. Uh, it's not just Knob Creek quarter oak. It's a shelfer. It's not like a um, 
a special, you know, release or anything like that that I'm aware of. Um, but, uh, I mean, this does say limited release on it. There's like a little rivet on the front. Oh, it does say limited release. Yeah. On this it? little rivet looking thing here says limited release. You have to do some Google in there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do that here in a second. Um, so what was your, what was your first experience with, um, Knob Creek? Yeah. It's funny because I was about to tell this story. I, I always reminisce in college, right? It's fun to be nostalgic and, and talk about those things. But I had a friend of mine, Tyler Collins. I guarantee he doesn't listen to this podcast. But anyway, he would always rave about Knob Creek. And I had never had it. Um, but he was like, oh, Knob Creek, man, you got to get some of that. That's great stuff. And to him, that was like a high-end, you know, very high-end well, bourbon. was this? This would have been 2000s, early so, to like 2000. Two to three, somewhere in that area. I mean, minus like Pappy and, you know, some single, like Blanton single barrels and stuff like that. Back then, that might have been one of the higher echelon type yeah. you know, bourbons or higher shelf anyway. I'm sure there were some LTEs a little bit back then, but those have really taken off more in the last like five years. Mm -hmm. Those limited editions that just keep coming out every year from different, you know, distilleries. I don't know that they were doing that so much in the early 2000s. I just remember it'd be like, you know, homecoming for us was a huge ordeal, right? With my fraternity and all the alumni would come in and uh, he would usually get a bottle of Knob Creek for homecoming weekend. And, you know, we're, we're kind of taking shots of it. No one's really sipping on it. Like you would, you know, like we sip on bourbon now, Yeah. but I'd say that was probably my first exposure to Knob Creek. And I had not for the life of me, I can't tell you, was it a nine year, a 12 year? I don't even know what they were, you know, putting out back then. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, so Knob Creek, I mean, it is a uh, an extension of the uh, Beam, you know, line basically. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that I, I don't remember when they released Knob Creek. I don't remember what year it was. I'm trying to find all that right now if I can. Um, but uh, I know that when they released it, they were trying to basically get back to the, uh, you know, the old whiskey days, the mm -hmm. old, you know, bourbon type days. So it's, you know, one of those types of things. And and I think it's been around long enough that, um, you know, it's not a gimmicky thing that they released. It's, it's now they might have gimmicky ones that they release inside of the line. Uh, but the, the brand itself is not a gimmick. Like, you know, not, not that gimmicks probably a strong word. Um, but I, I, you know, I feel like some of the things that are getting released nowadays are a little gimmicky. I agree. You know, it's so popular and trendy right now. It is, um, and that's that's the thing about it is like you, it's hard to, you know, everyone's trying to skip the newness of whenever they release a new brand by trying to tie in somehow to the history of mm -hmm. bourbon. Either oh, we're making it in a way that they made back in you know nineteen hundred. Um, you know, and that's cool, but you're a brand new brand. You're right. still a new distillate. You're still, you know, so, but I, I just feel like those are things that they're trying to do to cheat the system, if you will. Um, and, and, you know, that's marketing. Uh, you're going to see that everywhere. Every brand, every has some sort of uh, thing like that. Every brand, every, every market, like not even, even outside just, of bourbon. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So like vodka does similar things like food does similar things. Mm -hmm. I mean, they all do that kind of stuff. So whatever. I mean, I, I guess if, if you're new to bourbon and you're coming around and seeing that stuff and you're going out and snagging stuff out cause it's the first release of this or whatever, you might strike gold 
and they might end up being 20 years from now some amazing brand. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like a lot of those things are just gimmicky first release. Like Castle and Key, for example, their first release, I didn't think was very good of their bourbon. Right. Their gin was good, you know, all the the things they were making there, but I didn't think their first release of their bourbon was very good. I think people learn as they go, right? Well, but here's the funny thing. Like, you have all these ideas and, you know, you, you taste distill it as it comes off the still, right? Mm -hmm. The white dog. And, and you have to kind of guess what that's going to end up tasting like in four five, six years. Which is not easy to do. No, but I mean, there are distillers that know, okay, this tastes clean, this tastes smooth, you know, the white dog part of it. Right. And they know, you know, for one, at the, at the, um, you know, the moonshine stage, they can tell, you know, that it is pure or clean or, you know, whatever. Impurities and all that. Too. Yeah, and I think that they can tell if it's going to at least produce a, you know, a decent bourbon. But, again, the flavors and things, that, you know, the yeast strain, the the mash bill, all those things are going to play a part in how that flavor comes out. And you've got to wait four or five years. Mm-hmm. You have an idea on a mash bill and you can, you know, you can guess, you can guesstimate how it's going to, to, to taste by using more corn or more rye or upping the malted barley content. But then, you know, the yeast and, and different things like that play a huge part. And I just, it, it's interesting to me that you have to wait four to, you know, potentially six years or whatever it is that you, before you do your first bottling. And some people will do it before that. They'll do it after two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have to wait. You know, it's a long time. Right, to decide if, shit, we're on the wrong track. Yeah, let's start over from scratch and wait another six years. So now I'm 12 years in. Right. You know. And, and I mean, you probably start to get an idea at the three and four year mark mm-hmm. if it's going to taste okay. It'll still taste a little, you know, no corny. Um, mm-hmm. Not to make it sound like it's corny, but, you know, corn-like right. or corn-forward. So I, I don't know. I just I like this quarter barrel, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. I like the the uh, Knob Creek quarter barrel. Um, I had it again. It's been three years ago now. It was the year of COVID, twenty twenty, in June. That's when I bought this, um, and I didn't know much about it at the time. I still don't know much about it, to be honest. Um, but you know, I I do think it's got a nice little punch of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little nuttiness to it to me. Um, it is a hundred proof, right? That's what yes. we, uh, yep. that's what we figured out. Um, so yeah, I, I, what do you think of it? Like, what would you say nose and taste and everything so far? I get like some baking spice on the nose, I think. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, it's 77% corn. And I believe this is the case of all Knob Creek. Okay. Uh, 13% rye, 10% malted barley. So it's got a pretty high malted barley yeah. content compared to the rye. It's mostly corn. Um, and so, yeah, so you get a little bit of baking spice on the nose. Uh-huh. Some of that, I think, translates through to my palate. See, for me, it's more sweetness. Um, I get, like, honey. I get, uh, I, I, like I, I said, I'm getting all the spice then. I get the vanilla. I'm not, I mean, so interesting here, it says cinnamon on this um, okay. and leather. Some brown sugar hiding behind it. It says mixed dried fruit. Those are some of the things they say on the nose here at Breaking Bourbon. Um, I could see some mixed dried fruit. Like if you were to open a bag of trail mix and like smell the bag of trail mix. Yeah. I could see some of that where it's kind of like a little bit of nutty, a little bit of that dried fruit. Yeah. Right, right. Um, Yeah. I think, 
those those all seem pretty spot on to me. Vanilla really stands out to me. Brown sugar stands out to me. Um, I get a little bit of the leather, maybe. Um, Was there an age statement on this? Um, it did say no age statement. Okay. So just because the leather. Yeah. Now, when I drink it, I do get a nice little punch of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not super uh, heavy, like it's not super viscous or anything like that. Like it's right. it's kind of thin is probably the better word. Um, but I, it it tastes good. It's it's an easy to drink. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bourbon. Yeah, and there's definitely to me there's some nuttiness on like the back of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And it might be dustiness, but to me it's like a nut. Um, that's kind of what I meant, like with the trail mix. That's kind of like yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Dry no, that's fruit a good. That was a good. I like that. That was good. That's what it makes me think about. Yeah, um, and I think we're gonna get a lot of that through all of these tastings. I I just think that's what Knob Creek. I I feel like anyway that Knob Creek gives you a little bit of that uh, dusty nutty kind of whatever flavor, and then vanilla. I I just I don't know. There's some. We're gonna go through a nice little uh, collection here. Mm-hmm. Is the uh, did I open the bourbon on main one? Is it open? Everything was open that was back there. I didn't see oh. anything unopened. Interesting, because... I left a couple, like... I left two of them back there. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to get yeah, two you wasted pants. Yeah, you are. Oh, no, you didn't bring out the bourbon on main one. That's why. I don't know if I saw bourbon on main. Yeah, that's why. So we've got Inlet Harbor Lounge and Liquors. The The bourbon on main was the unopened one. I swear I did not see an unopened one back there. <laughs> That's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, we've got four different ones here, and one of them is just a shelfer. So if we want to put that back and get the other one, I can do that real quick. Okay. Um, let me pause real quick, and then we'll come back here and open up the second bottle. Why don't you pour it while I go get the other bottle? All right, I'm back. I uh, switched out the other bottle. Um, so now we've got all club or store pick single barrels here outside of the quarter oak and the 15 year. So, so that'll give us a little bit of a more, uh, different tasting between different palates and whatever. So, um, so you're, what did you say in September you're going to where? Uh, Iceland is where I'm going in September. And then next week I'm going to Michigan and Iceland. Is that the RV trip you're doing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Staying in a camper van. Um, yeah. You sleep in the camper van, but like you're not allowed to just like stop on the side of the road. Right, you have to go to actual like campsites. Right, right? and then those have like facilities with like showers and bathrooms. And how's the how? So have you paid upfront for all of the facilities you're going to be staying in, or do you have to pay as you go? You can pay as you go. They they say that from what I've read online, they're never like full or anything like that. Like there's always a spot for you. Yeah, Um, the van's already paid for the camper van. So. Have you bought the airline tickets? Yes. Airline and, if you don't mind me No, I don't asking, mind. Airline and uh, camper, what's it cost per person? Um, so airline, I want to put out a little fun tip for that one. We were able to get an airline um, direct flight for 500 bucks the only per person. From Columbus? No, that's oh. the kicker. If you're willing to drive to Detroit. I mean, to be honest, to save yourself, because if from Columbus, you would you might have two stops from Columbus. Yeah, that's the thing. You were going like somewhere to New York and then New York to Iceland, and most flights were like a night, a red eye. Yeah. Um, but we were able to find, if you're willing to drive to Detroit, which I think is three hours, if I remember correctly. It is. It's about three hours, yeah. Um, 
direct flight each way to de- for to Iceland, Detroit to Iceland for five hundred. I thought that was one hundred percent worth it. Now it's going to suck driving home. Well, when do you when do you land back in? Hell, I don't remember. Because that'll determine whether it sucks. Yeah, you know. Worst case, I can get a hotel room in Detroit when I land if yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah, you know what That's I mean. True. Like, you could I maybe do a, a a day in Detroit just to let some jet lag get yeah. off you and stuff like that. Yeah. Although jet lag is usually the other direction, but still. But st- still. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I think the van was I think twenty two hundred for uh, seven days, and that's two not per person for two people, um, which isn't awful. Did it matter if it was two or three people? For the van? No, it would have been the same amount. It's the same price, right? So if you did three or four, like it probably wouldn't sleep that many. Well, it might. No, some of them sleep like three to four people, but I'm tall. So what type of van is it? Um, I can show you offline Yeah, but I mean, is it like a VW bus? Is it like an actual RV? What is it? Um, It's... It would be like a like I guess like a VW bus you would think of. So you have to remember they have other like they have like Renault up there is very yeah, yeah, popular. Yeah, the, I had the a, Volkswagen. I had a Renault sports. Oh, did wagon. you? Nice. Yeah, I had a little station wagon in, in college, two point two liter oh, fuel injection. Yeah, yeah. And so some of them are four wheel drive and some aren't four wheel drive. There's a thing called the F roads, which are like if you're going almost kind of like what we think of as like state park roads, but I guess they get a lot more difficult in the terrain and you have to have four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. We're not doing any of that. We're because most of the F roads close in September anyway, because you start to get snow and it just gets too dangerous. Um, but there's a road called Rings Road, and Rings Road traverses the entire island, um, and you just kind of like just stop along the way. So many volcanoes and waterfalls to see. I guess it's crazy. At yeah. one point, we're doing um, snorkeling, and you can snorkel between tectonic plates. So is it a little warmer? No, you have to wear a wetsuit. Okay. <laughs> so, so there are hot springs. Is it a wetsuit or a dry suit? Like it's is, a wetsuit. So you get you get wet first. You get cold. That your body. Well, but you have to get. Well, yes. Do they have you shower in the wetsuit first to build up a little insulation with your own? It's butt? possible. I didn't. Yeah. Read I mean, that I've seen it both yet. ways. Like when I've whitewater rafted in a wetsuit, they didn't have you do that. They you just plunged right in. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other places, I've heard where you can shout, like run through a shower first. That makes sense. So you don't get little, that shock. To build the insulation up of, yeah. the, of the, the water trap between you and... Because that's the difference, right, between a wet and a dry suit is... A dry suit, no water gets in. Right. Wet suit, you warm up the water between you and the suit, yes. and it insulates, basically. It's, right. it's, it's a thin layer. It's yeah. like a blanket, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're going to do that, and what all do you have planned? You're going to go to some hot springs? Hot springs, volcanoes, waterfalls. Um, there are some, like, volcanic beaches yeah. that I'm going to see. So um, that, like, black sand type yes. stuff? Yeah. They yeah. Had those, they had, we went to one of those in Hawaii. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was the Road to Hana tour. And, uh, like, six months before we had gone there, there was an earthquake that destroyed the fin the end of the road oh shit so it was a ten- it became i think from like a 6 hour drive to a 10 hour drive oh, because you got like you had to go around there and then you had to go back the way you came oh, my instead God. of completing the yeah. circle um and i don't know if it's still like that or not or if they fixed it i assume they fixed it by I now assume, but, yeah. but over there they leave a lot of things kind of natural for you mm-hmm. know and they're not super fast to to develop things so it might still be that way but it's been almost 20 years so yeah. I'm sure they fixed it by now. <laughs> I hope so. Well, you never know. I mean, that's true because it's not like it. I don't think it. All it did was it, it, 
for the locals, it might have put them out that they'd have to go all the way around to get yeah. out. But they may they may have even known some ways around it. But what was neat about that road to Hana trip was kind of like what you're talking about. There were some single lane road areas mm-hmm. around mountains and hills that if someone came to you, one of you had to back up. Yeah, you know. So that was interesting. Um, usually being in a big like bus like we were in, everyone else backed up. But but what you know, sometimes you came across like a truck, and they you just kind of look at each other like. <laughs> I think that's also when this is in Iceland, you have to like get over. You know what I mean? And let yeah. Usually there's enough like room on the side of the road that if you get over, someone can pass through. Yeah. Um, you don't have to like back up per se. Well, that's cool. I can't wait to hear about that story. So where are you going in Michigan? Um, New Buffalo is the name of it. So it's on Lake Michigan. Apparently, if you if the the sky is clear, you can see Chicago. So, like, if you think of like north, you know, yeah, latitude. Yeah. I think that's latitude. Latitudes north and south. Okay, so longitude. Sorry, so east to west. Well, you would be on the same latitude as Chicago. Yes, I'm sorry, but yes, but you would like looking west, you yes. would be able to see Chicago. Yeah. So yes. the way you remember it is Jimmy Buffett. Okay. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. So you go south. You get happy. You go north. You get sad. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's easy to remember. That's it. He has a song. Changes yeah, in latitudes. I've heard that song. Attitudes. So yeah. that's how you remember. Okay. North and south is latitudes. You change your latitude. Uh, east to west, you change your longitude. It's so. like uh, stalactite and stalagmite. I, I've got a trick for that too. Mine so. was a um, a stalagmite. You might fall on it. <laughs> a stalactite <laughs> holds tight from yes. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, you might fall on a stalagmite. That's funny. Yeah. It's funny, everyone's got their own little yeah. tricks for that stuff. So, let's uh, nose this one. So, this is the uh, Papa Joe's. Okay. So, Papa Joe's is a liquor store. There's two or three of them in Indiana in the same city. I can't remember the city name, uh, but they are right across the border from Ohio into Indiana, right off of Route 70, or Route Interstate 70. Yeah. In, Interstate 70. Um, so, as soon as you cross into Indiana, the next exit, there's a Papa Joe's there. Um, there's also a, like a McAllister's, uh, you know, deli and deli. stuff. Those like are that. good. So when we're on our way to Chicago, sometimes we'll leave at a point where we get there just at lunchtime and we'll stop at the liquor store and go to McAllister's and, uh, yeah. And, and the nice thing about Papa Joe's is they have a shit ton mm-hmm. of barrel picks. Like picks. Yeah. Uh, and they're all over. A lot of times they're, you know, leaning heavy in one direction or another. Like they might be four or five new Lou picks and then like one makers private select. And sometimes it's five or six private selects. I mean, it's crazy, but they've always got something that's out on the floor that they've picked and they must have some serious, uh, um, draw mm-hmm. because they've always got like a, a good, probably five to 10 barrel picks on the floor. At you all think times. they're making the picks or someone's like, Oh, here, you want this pick? Um, I that I don't know, but I assume a place like that, like if I owned a liquor store, I would own the liquor store for the picks. Right. Like not in Ohio, obviously, because that's OHLQ. But I would, uh, phew, I would, mm-hmm. I would own the like, and I would make sure I was on my picks. Like if I owned a bar, for yeah, example, oh yeah, I, I would make sure I got to do my own picks. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great stop when you're traveling to and from like Indianapolis to and from Chicago. I always try to make a point to stop there. I think it's a great location, especially if you're into like uh, club picks or private selections or whatever. Now, if you get there on the right day, they will have, uh, like I've been there and gotten an Elijah Craig, uh, barrel proof there. Oh, nice. Um, I've been there and gotten some other stuff, but they always have some barrel picks and that's, I love barrel picks. 
It's just I haven't a been nice, out that way in a long time. Yeah, um, but it's the first exit right after you you cross mm-hmm. into uh, Indiana. It's Indiana, okay. Yeah. So, and I think it's even like Route Forty or something like that, US Forty. Okay. So I think you like you know how seventy kind of and forty uh, mm-hmm. intertwine a little bit like a like a DNA helix. <laughs> all right, what do you get on the nose? Oh, dark fruit, dark fruit all over the place for me on this. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Like as soon as I put my schnoz in there, it was like it was immediate dark fruit. I saw that you uh, posted a schnoz. I picture. did, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Hmm. That actually feels like a comp- complex. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. There is. There was a lot of stuff that happened in my mouth all at one time. The proof shines through a little bit. I don't little, know. If it's... Well, just on the hug at the end, not yeah. on the flavor for me, but. Um, and the proof is 120, right? All these yeah, are 120. They're all 120. Yeah, except for maybe the 15 year. But uh, the quarter oak was 100 proof. Uh, the rest of these are going to be 120 until we get to that 15 year. I would like just a little more viscosity out of this. I think if this had a shade more viscosity. Does it have an age on it, on the label? I know the one from mm. Bourbon Enthusiast, I think, has a. Nine years. Nine years? I mean, it. It lists the literal dates, so I'm doing math. Yeah. Math is fun. Um, oh, wait. These are all nine year. Duh. Well, I think they're at least nine year. That's oh, the gotcha. thing. So some of the single barrels, I think, are over that. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm I saying. I mean, this would be nine years in two months. So, for example, this uh, this one that we have here from Bourbon Enthusiast is, 15, well, 14 and a half years old. Okay. 14 and nine months. So. Damn. So that's what I mean. I think they're all at least nine years, but I think some are older. That was than fourteen that. years, you said. Yeah, two thousand five to two thousand twenty, but it was not. It didn't com- quite complete that fifteenth year. Yeah. Um, this one is a ten year right here. Okay. And it's almost exactly ten years. It was barreled on uh, one twenty seven and bottled on one six. Ten years apart. Okay. And I had this in there. Uh, this is. Uh, we'll get to this bourbon on main. Yeah. But. I was actually with AJ when I bought that. For uh, we went down in October, I think, of 2020, and did a tour. Oh, I remember when you guys went down there. Yeah, because I don't think I could go. Yeah, if you, I remember. you and Tyler weren't able to go. I had three tickets, and um, so AJ was the only one who was able to go. Yeah. So, and he loved it. He had a good time. I'm gonna see if I can do some because I'm going to Michigan next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget where Tyler's honey hole is, but it's not where I'm going to be. I think it's in Ann Arbor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be that way. That's more west. I'd ask. Or, I'm him sorry, to be more sure, east. Um, it's uh, yeah. I would I would ask him, but I think it's Ann Arbor. I could be wrong. Um, so what do you get after you take a second drink of this? What do you get? Um, man, I feel like I get some cinnamon again. Yeah, there's some cinnamon in there. I was waiting for you. I didn't yeah. want to say it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to yeah. suggest it since you're not always a fan of cinnamon. It's it's not a bad cinnamon. So there's an underlying underlying uh, taste of vanilla for me. Um, it's almost like the the base or the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, there's some cinnamon in there for me. Um, it's like warm cinnamon. Yeah. It, it's like a winter. This is something I could drink on a winter day. That's like Maker's One Hundred and One. 
is like warm vanilla cinnamon. That is a winter drink you for like me all day. You like the Maker's 101, right? It's got to be cold outside, but, but I like Maker's 101. Like, you don't like... Uh, Old Granddad 114 is yeah. too much cinnamon. It's like big red gum to me. Okay. That's what I... I knew that, that there was a cinnamon flavor bourbon... I don't... Not flavored, but a, a bourbon that had a cinnamon kind of uh, mm-hmm. profile to it that you did like, and I knew there was one you definitely didn't like. Um, yeah, this is this is not bad. It's like a warm vanilla cinnamon. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good description. I do like this, and it's funny because Old Granddad is uh, Jim Beam as well. Old yeah. Granddad one fourteen, especially so like. Uh, and I like that proof point. I like the one teens. A yeah, lot. me too. Me too. And this is 120. I mean, yeah, we're just, just a little at above. the edge of that. But I like the 107 to one, like where Makers Marks, mm-hmm. Private Selects fall. Yep. I generally enjoy that. That uh, that range that they have in their Private Selects. I, I'm usually a pretty big fan of that area. Man, I took one of my Makers um, OHLQs. That the, you know how they put those like fancy yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was like the Brownie Sunday for maybe 21 or something, I took it to my D&D, and, you know, I have a few bottles, and I'm like, ah, I'm trying to get rid of some of these, yeah. and they don't usually drink much of them, but, man, they fucking smashed that they, bottle. If you look they in my uh, room lately, I have not been buying a lot. There's a lot of empty holes, if you noticed, in my in my. Uh, I'm trying to make some, like, make some space, you know what I mean? Cause well, when we get back from, I always have, like, stuff piled up when we come back from the bourbon trip. Right. So I am actually trying to plow through some bit. stuff, yeah. yeah. I have not been diligent on my Excel spreadsheet, though, on my inventory. It's it sounds easy enough to do, but it is time consuming to like to always think about to keep up with it. Well, I can get it from my phone, so it's just a remembering when you pour the end of it out because I usually try to take a picture when I kill a bottle. Yeah. Um, but then remembering to go into your Excel spreadsheet, and I delete it out of the front and then put it into the empty section mm-hmm. because I like to have a record of what yeah, I have had. Absolutely. Um, so that if someone, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had one of those, yeah. And I, I'm really mad that I didn't, when I first started my uh, spreadsheet, have them color coded by whether they're open or not. Oh, that would have Because then I could idea. look at them and see if I, there's something I could trade for someone or something yeah. like that. And then when you open them, switch them to like from green to yellow and then mm-hmm. red or, when yeah, it's cached or something. Right. But I have a separate sheet for that. I mm-hmm. move them to that sheet when they're cached. Um, but yeah, I even have it set up to where it tells me how much money I spent each year. So I put the year that God, I bought. I wouldn't want to know that. Oh, it's, it's hideous. Like, yeah. I mean, even for myself, it's like hideous. I don't want to know what I spend on it. Well, so, so I, and I use it. Um, a buddy of mine has given me some, uh, I, I should probably shouldn't say this on the air. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it anyway. Uh, he, he gives me accounting advice and because we do this for the podcast, which is technically, uh, attached to one of my businesses. Um, he gives me some tax advice that allows nice. me to, uh, do some things that, uh, keeping track of how much I spend on it is helpful. Good. So, um, anyway, so yes or no on this one, what do you think? I like it. I think I will like some of the others better, maybe because of less cinnamon. We'll just have to see. Yeah, I mean, that might be a, I mean, that might be a, at that proof point, that might be something that starts to pop out from that. Yeah. So we'll have to see. All right, let's go to the next one, and then I'll start talking about my shit show of a current life right now. Uh, Inlet Harbor Lounge and Liquors. I don't know where I got this one from. I think Is that I'm, Michigan? I think I might have gotten this from Jeff Tress, um, honestly, I think I did. I think he was buying from someone and asked if anyone else wanted some. And 
I might have gotten something when you got something else. Maybe. Because I like Knob Creek, and I just never drink it. That's one of the new bottles, too, if you feel the the back of it. Taller. Well, the dimple's in it. Well, and it's taller. Yeah. Are you using the same glass, or what do you Yeah, I'm going to use the same glass. They're the taller, slender glasses when they... It's interesting. And I think that might even be the tallest one in the group if you set it down. It's just the dimples on the back. I, I like them. Yeah, but it's taller too. Like, yeah, when you put it out there, look, it's just taller. It looks like the, a bigger bottle, yeah. but it's like you it's said, not, it's just skinnier. It's, yeah, it's skinnier. But I think those other ones had dimples in them too. They're just it's like undulations or something. Do they? Uh, maybe not. I don't think they do. No, you're right. But this one, yeah, the new ones, I guess, are a little more yeah. dimply. <laughs> Some dimples on it there. Oh, the nose. That's not too bad. So this one is uh, Inlet Harbor and what? Liquors? Liquor and Lounge. Or Lounge and Liquor, sorry. Inlet Harbor Lounge, lounge and, and liquors. liquors. Okay. And I, I'm pretty sure I got this from Jeff somehow. I think I got it when you got you you called dibs on something or he offered you something because you hadn't had it before or something. Yeah, fuck I And I remember. was like, Oh, I'll take the Knob Creek because I do like Knob Creek. I I don't know why I don't drink it though. Like I have a lot of it that's just been sitting there. What am I smelling on this? I know there's it's something. It's not the dark fruit from the first one. There's something there for sure. I'm going to take a drink and then go back to the nose just to see if it pops out more. Man, what is that? I can tell the difference when I poured this versus you've been pouring mine. This is the heaviest pour I've had <laughs> this evening. I can tell you're trying to be responsible. Well, Isis has to go work no, in the fucking sink after this. Yeah. I hate I hate plumbing shit. Just because, like, it's inevitable you're going to get water. And so you put towels and everything down. And I just hate dealing with water. So just, do you, what kind of a washing machine do you have? An LG. Is it a front-loading or a top-loading? It's a top-load without the agitator. Okay. So, so I it, steered it just, away. So it has more capacity. Yeah, and so I had a front-load prior to this. And I'll be honest, you have to leave the door open, open on the front-load. Or it gets that mildew smell. All the time. Yeah. And even still, when I'm leaving the front door open, like you could take like a towel and like rub it around that like rubber washer. The, yeah. You know what I mean? And you would get like mold on it. Do you do you not do the – did you ever do the cleaning tab like once a month? On that one, I didn't. My current one, I always leave it open 24-7 if it's not running. And then I'll do um, some bleach cycles through it or some yeah. white vinegar cycles. Yeah. Um, either or. And that seems to help a lot. Ours, We've had it for – Many years so far, no smell yet. We we've been diligent it's about a front it. Front load, yeah, it's a front load. But the the reason I asked you about that is our front load has this like trap, and every so often you can't run the washer until you clean that trap. And oh. I think because Bella sleeps on our bed, oh, whenever we do yeah. like the trap is filled with hair. Yeah. So whenever we do, because we'll wash our sheets and and blankets at least like. At least every two weeks. Same. But more like every one week. Yeah. Um, because they just get hairy. And even if we don't do our main bedding, we have a separate blanket that we dedicate to Bella that sits on the bed. And there's like four or five that we rotate through. But but she knows not even to get on the bed until that blanket's there. Good. Yeah. She's And same thing with the couch. If we ever let her on the couch, she knows not to get on there unless that blanket's on the couch. Smart. But she... Um, She's just so hairy, and she just she just um, sheds a lot. Sheds yeah. so much. It's funny because we take her to the gym now, 
just to give her a little more now that Banks has passed, mm-hmm. she's you know we take her and and she'll just shake and just hair. It's like pig pen from <laughs> from peanuts. Instead of dust, it's just yeah. hair. It's like a cloud of hair that falls down, and there'll be like a little a ring around a yeah. ring around her of hair. It's just crazy, a fur or whatever you want to call it. And it's just she just sheds so much, and we'll brush her. We brush her. We give her a bath. We brush her, and it's never ending. It hair, just yeah. never stops. It's crazy. And there was a point, like upstairs, we bought a we bought an iRobot um, vacuum mm-hmm. because if we didn't vacuum every other day, there would be little dog hair tumbleweeds. I know what you mean. Yeah. They would just like roll around. Like you're like, what the hell? There's a tumble, right. there's a dog hair tumbleweed, and now like, so we'll use that iRobot. It goes off every other day. I have it start up at like midnight every other day. And, uh, but the best part is when you deep clean or like, you know, every couple of weeks we'll go in and vacuum and then mop the floor and stuff. And so when you pick up the, the couch, there's just a layer of dog hair under the couch yeah. from where you're like, you couldn't, you know, the eye can't, can't get underneath get to there. It. Yeah. yeah. It's just so funny. But I'll tell you what, we were having to vacuum two to three times a week. Well, I would vacuum every day before. Like, because I had three dogs. There were at one times, time. yeah, you, right. And when we had when we had Aspen, Aspen was like Bella as far mm-hmm. as her hair. Uh, Banks's hair, I don't think we just noticed it as much because it was darker, darker and it was darker wood up there. But yeah. like Bella's just stands out. So we we would vacuum like every third day and then mop like every you know, and it was just crazy. So we just finally got one of those iRobots. We broke down. We couldn't help it. So. I like this one way better. Do you? Yes. Let me take a sip. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more flavor in this, which I know is not a descriptive word for people listening. Um, Just like more complexity to it. It's more complex. Yeah. The flavors within it, I like more. There's more of it's like a butteriness those, like, to it. There's more of those toffee, buttery flavors yeah. that I enjoy. That makes sense that you would like this better. I, I get that too. Yeah. Um. So we about ready to. Let's let's open it up. Open up the can of worms open from my fucking shit show of a remodel since we had our flood. So if you've been following along, I had a flood back in December. Took Christmas Eve, right? Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve Eve. Okay. I guess it was technically Christmas Eve because it's past midnight. Two a.m., three a.m., whatever. Yeah. Christmas Eve. But it was right after we had people over. Were you over that night? Fuck, I can't remember. So we had people over that night. We did our you know our Christmas gathering basically. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do like a dinner or anything. We just have people over. We do a game night and everyone comes over and looks at our Christmas decorations because Trina goes nuts with her decorations. So we do it for Halloween Mm -hmm. and then we also do it again for Christmas. Everyone was there. They left 2 a.m. Brown comes or maybe 3 a.m. Brown comes into our room and he's like, uh, you guys leave water running? We're like, no. And so like immediately my, I like it took like, there was like a two second delay and I'm like, Oh shit. So I get up out of bed fast, run down the stairs and there's just water pouring out of all of our uh, light fixtures. And so anyway, it was probably happening for a couple of hours, but oh, I'm point. sure the basement was flooded. The upstairs was just soaking wet, but the water wasn't like standing water there. It was probably like, you know, maybe a quarter of an inch, mm-hmm. but like it was finding its way down to the basement basically. Um, so it wasn't like, super deep and it was just going right down the stairs and it was so anyway um we had to deal with insurance and because we're in a condo there was two levels of insurance there's my personal insurance there's the hoa insurance all that stuff um and it took about three months to to sort through that and then it took us a couple months from that point to find a contractor that we you know had had recommended to us the last thing i wanted was we had some shady ass people come into this house 
There's a lot of shady contractors out there. Well, there were some people. There was a guy that came in here, didn't didn't even bring a. He just had a. Uh, all he had was a like a legal pad. Didn't have a tape measure. Yeah. Anything. Didn't take any measurements and just came back with a quote. There was like three thousand, four thousand dollars under everyone else's quote, and I'm just like, eh, let's not go with this yeah. guy. And they want a fifty percent down up front, of course. And I'm like, yeah, we're not seeing those guys yeah. after we pay them, right? Like that's just like that's just how I felt. Whether it was going to happen or not, they might have been the best crew ever and just trying to get started and get a name for themselves. I don't know, but we did that Angie's List stuff. Yeah, that's not a bad way to go. It's not, but like. They had no website. Not so. Anyway, we went through. We had a, a range of um, estimates from our insurances. So our insurance, my personal insurance, said twenty seven thousand dollars. My contractor that I knew ahead of time, who just didn't have availability, said thirty thousand, and he did that saying, "Let's replace all of the plumbing." Mm-hmm. So an extra three thousand dollars for replacing all the plumbing. And so he said 30000 USA came in and said, no, we're not doing all your plumbing. And I'm like, well, shit. But they said 27000 So it was like, you know. Close. And then the HOA insurance comes in, and they said uh, $17,000. So $10,000 under. Yeah, huge. We, got, we argued with them. We had USA argued on our behalf, got them up to, I think, $21,000. Now, if you've ever dealt with condo insurance and stuff like that, we had – Condo insurance, uh, and then there was a $5,000 deductible, which our insurance is responsible for. And with our insurance, we had a $500 deductible. So our insurance paid $4,500. We got it up to $21,000 or something like that. So uh, HOA paid $16,000. Our insurance paid $4,500. We paid $500. And so that's what we had to deal with. It was about $21,000 to find the uh the contractor so we had a whole bunch in we had a contractor come in and, and quote us fifty thousand dollars five zero five wow. zero we had a contractor come in and quote us twelve thousand that was the one that didn't even have a he just had a legal pad no tape measure i'm like yeah <laughs> somewhere yeah <laughs> something something's not right uh then we had a friend at the gym we had some others too and then we were doing piecemeal contracting too, like plumbing, uh, flooring, all drywall. Mm-hmm. We were we were thinking, okay, well, we'll figure out how much that's going if we piecemeal it. And then we had a, a friend at the gym recommend another contractor. He came in with a quote of seventeen thousand eight hundred, not including the flooring. The installation of the flooring, just not the materials. Gotcha. So we had to go buy the flooring ourselves. We bought uh, tile for the bathroom. We bought hardwood for the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. And so that put us at about $23,000. And that includes the like the extra, like the va- the water barrier, all that stuff, the, mm-hmm. the backer board, all the stuff for the tile. tile yeah. yeah. So we're over mm-hmm. now paying out of pocket now. And so, guy comes in, contractor, he comes in, he does all the ceilings, did a good job. Um, he starts a whole bunch of things, gets married in like June, goes on vacation at the end of June, then he just disappeared. We had no idea. I had to look at my watch like, what is it right now? Yeah, okay, it's we're, July 18th. It was almost a month. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because we so so his payment schedule was you pay a third up front. Mm-hmm. And I was fine with that because he was recommended from a friend. Yeah. Then at the halfway point, you paid another third. And then at the end, you paid... The final third. The final third. Yeah. He got to the halfway point-ish and was about to go on vacation. He's like, hey, do you mind just go ahead and paying that second third now? I can pay my worker. I'm going to go on vacation. I'll come back and we'll finish it up. And I'm like, sure. He was supposed to come back on June or July 3rd which was a Monday mm-hmm. and start working. And he was going to work on July 4th, which I told him he didn't have to do. He just offered. And July like fifth rolls around. He hasn't shown up yet. And I'm like, so I text him, Hey, uh, everything. Okay. Uh, you know, you starting up. Yeah. T- tomorrow. Trying to find out what's going like, on. Yeah. You, you wait until next week. What, you know, what's the plan? Crickets, nothing. So the last time I had heard from him was like June 23rd. It's now July 5th. Nothing. So the next week is July 10th. Still nothing. I hadn't heard a thing from him July 10th. So that now, uh, July 10th, is almost three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Almost. Today's July 18th. He texts me yesterday. I'm at my mom's house helping her after my dad passed. She's trying to do some stuff to some things that just, she has, she has 46 year old carpet. (laughs) She's getting it replaced finally. And so I went to help her remove some stuff off of the carpet, heavy things that she couldn't do. Um, throw some stuff out to the trash. I went down to the basement, cleared out some things while I was there. And (laughs) I go out to my car where my phone was and there's like three missed phone calls from this guy and like three texts. I'm like, what the fuck? What? He's alive. Cause I honestly got thought he died. Yeah. I really, rightfully I, so. I was like, this guy's dead. Yeah. He's actually dead. And I'm going to have to like, so, so here's the thing. Like, cause I paid a, a an extra, I paid the second third. Right. So six is, let's talk percentages. I, I paid 66%. 66. Mm-hmm. He had Point done six repeating. He had done, and I'm air quoting here, 50% of the work, mm-hmm. which when I went and did the math, he hadn't actually done 50% of the work yet. He had started 50% of the work, but there were things left undone, like the crown molding was not finished. The access panel to our water shutoff was not put in. Our door between the bourbon sitting room and my work area that was removed and was going to become drywall finished. I don't know how you, it, it became like a breezeway. Yeah. I don't know how you call good. it. Um, that was not done. No drywall had been put up there. It was just two by fours. Um, the door in our basement, the, the, uh, casing had been removed, but not the door that's getting replaced. Hasn't been done. The stairwell between our first floor and the, and our basement had not been painted. It had been mudded, but that's also where our flooring was sitting. So I wasn't, you know, the lighting in my bourbon sitting room had not been put in. And the second coat of paint in the bourbon sitting room had not been done, which the first coat had been done, which didn't make sense to me because they were going to come in and do that breezeway, which meant they were going to have to paint that. Mm -hmm. So that's another painting like anyway. Um, And then the trim around the breezeway, because it used to be a door, had to be completed and attached to the other side. So those things had not been done yet. And those were all part of the 50%. So I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. But then he 
disappears. Almost four weeks. I mean, I would have been like... So I start... So, well, but he's got... He's got... So the, his quote was like, what What did I say? 17800 Yeah. And we had paid him 12000 up to that point. So basically two-thirds. Yeah. So he had done... If you figured half of that was $9,000 mm-hmm. or 18900 or $8,900, i am sorry. Um, yeah. So 8900 was half. We paid him 12000 So he had $3,200 of ours that had not been accounted for yet. Mm-hmm. And of that 3200 more of that was owed to us, back to us, or incomplete or whatever, because he hadn't finished some things. Right. The things I just mentioned. So it was probably more like $7,000 worth of work that had been done. I, and maybe maybe 8000 but I'd say $7,000. 7500 whatever. So we paid 12000 Let's say let's say seventy five hundred dollars. So forty five hundred dollars that I no longer have. That in my head during this time, I'm sitting there thinking, "Well, fuck, we lost that money." Yeah, that, I mean, that money's if, gone. If he passed away, especially like that money's gone, yeah. or he ran, or not, he ran, and he's in Mexico or in Thailand, living on yeah. forty five hundred dollars for twenty years. Yeah, it's not going to get you very far. But <laughs> in, in Thailand, it would twenty years. You could live <laughs> easy. Um, so I'm sitting there like, "Well, shit, I don't have the money to just." put that $4,500 in. I just paid for a vacation in Destin. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, shit. Uh, I'm either canceling my Destin vacation, which I didn't want to do because we hadn't really been on a vacation this year. Mm-hmm. Or I can do the work myself. So I started doing the work myself. I did the crown molding. I did the access panel. I did the breezeway. I did the lighting in my bourbon room, um, which I think all turned out decently well. Yeah, I agree. I have not painted the breezeway yet. It's still mudded and needs another coat of mud. Um, and the, the crown molding needs painted, but I think for the most part, it turned out pretty well. Um, I think once it's finished, you won't be able to tell that I did it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my, that's my, uh, yeah, your ultimate barometer. Goal with it, yeah. That's my barometer is, is can you tell I did it? If you can tell I did it, then, oh shit. If you can't tell I did it, then okay, good. <laughs> you know? And so then he texts me and calls me yesterday and I'm like, what? So he's got this sob story, right? That his, and I did tell you this part of it because no, this, I, was, I don't I was, know. Any I was, of I was this. saving it. Um, so part of it, I, I get, and I'll, I'll get to this. So don't think I'm cold hearted as I explain this. His mother is dying of cancer. Okay. So he's dealing with that. Totally understandable. That's a shitty thing to have mm-hmm. to go through. Um, I'm not downplaying that whatsoever. Um, but, but let's, as I take a step back from this, after I explain all these things that he says to me and I analyze this, you'll understand where I'm coming from. At least I hope. So his mother's dying of cancer. That was something he brought up first day here, you know? So he, every once in a while he misses a day because he's taking her to an appointment or has to do something, whatever. Understood. He set that expectation from the beginning. I was okay. Um, he got married in middle of June mm-hmm. and then they went on like a two day honeymoon on the next week. So like he missed a couple of days on that next week and then they went on vacation June 23rd. So it was like, you know, whatever. He told me all those things up front, set the expectation. I was fine. And then he calls me, tells me 
His fuel pump in his truck broke. Okay. It had been leaking gas. He was just milking it, trying to get as much out of it as he could. It finally broke. He didn't have the money to pay for it through a dealership, which he said would have taken a month to get in because of how backed up they are, is what he said. So he was fixing it himself. Fine, whatever. His mother's uh, cancer took a little bit of a turn. It's in her spine now, all this stuff. So, you know, some bad things. Trust me, not good financially, all this stuff. I get it. But at no point in his explanation to me did he drop his phone in the ocean or his phone got broken and he lost all of his contacts or anything like that. Right. So let's take a step back, okay? So during that time, three weeks, no communication with me. And you had reached out to him, one of those which weeks, you need to add as well. Yeah, one of those weeks, and, and I'd say two and a half of those weeks were me trying to communicate with him, trying to get him back here. One of those, half of that week, because I expected him to be on vacation, you know, I didn't expect to hear yeah. from him. So let's just say two and a half weeks of, of not hearing from him. The guy that was here every day working on our house. He wasn't doing two days here and two days mm-hmm. in another place. Two day. He was here every day. And he said he was going to be back June, July 3rd. So didn't hear from him. And so I take a step back and I'm like, what the, you know, this is, but let's just do this from a professional standpoint. If you were at your job and you didn't show up for two and a half weeks, would no longer have a job. And you didn't communicate to anybody why you hadn't shown up for two and a half weeks. Would you still have that job? No, that is called a no-call, no-show. Right. <laughs> One time, you might get away with it. One day. Right. Two and a half weeks, no. Correct. Sorry. Not happening. So I was kind of like, okay, I feel bad about all these things, but it's- my, my father passed. None of the stuff that he said was as bad as that. And I was a, I was willing to pick up my phone and call my boss and say, hey... My dad just passed. I'm not going to be on a couple of these calls. Can you please cover me? In today's technological age, right. it is not hard to pick up a phone and just send a text. That's that was you my, know what I mean. Yeah. That he he could have easily just dropped just you a text. Let me know. Hey, it, I've got some stuff going some on. Private stuff happening in my life right now. I'm not going to go into this detail. This sucks for you, like, but yeah. I'm not going to be able to be there for a couple of weeks until I sort that sort this stuff out. I apologize. I just wanted to let you know. I understand if maybe that's not acceptable and you want to go with someone else. I get that, but I'm trying to let you know up front. That would have been good. Yeah. But instead, I did not hear from this guy. I honest to God thought he was dead. The person who recommended him, her husband, knew a guy who uses him for flipping houses. He hadn't heard of him for three weeks either. So you're legit. And... He had reached out to them saying, hey, guys, I'm about to flip two houses. Who's available for work? Everyone replied except for him. Wow. With, yes, I'm available. No, I'm not available. He didn't reply to them. So I'm like either thinking this guy is either in jail or he is actually dead. Yeah. And that legitimately thought he was dead. And I, so like the, the optimist in me and the, the one who wants to see the good in people was like, he's dead. And I know that that sounds wrong, but like, I, I like thought I, that I, something was seriously wrong. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and when he called me yesterday, I'm just like, I was fuming, but like, I was glad to hear he was okay, but like, fuming that like, because I've now gone out, I bought stuff to do some of this work myself. 
which cuts into what I had set aside to pay him at the yeah. end of the at the end of this thing. Uh, so I bought supplies, I bought things, tools, um, did some of the work myself, bought the LEDs, bought the electrical wire, bought um, caulking for the mudding you know, mud, and all that. Yeah. yeah, and mud and all that stuff. Yeah, corner bead, all that stuff, drywall, like you know. Just it just baffles me, you know, and like I don't get how people go through these days, like you said, with the technology available to them, going through life. Just I feel like irresponsible is not even the right word, but being irresponsible, yeah, you know, like I just don't get it. And the the, the thing that hurts the most about this, or like that hurts not the right word, but that's kind of sucks for me because I, I want to be a dick and just be like, y- what the fuck, man? Right. But he's done really good work so far. What he's done was really good. Mm-hmm. Now, did he do things in the order that I would have done things? Because like he painted and then knowing that he was going to do some things that would require some more painting in the same area later, like I would have saved the painting for last probably. Right. Um. You know, like right there, like he painted this whole room. That's going to have to be painted again. Right. Like, you know, and even if he did it, it would have had to have been painted again. Yeah. And then same thing on the, in, in the next room over. And then just, just little things like that. Um, upstairs, when he does our flooring, because the flooring is thinner, he's going to have to redo all the door casings mm-hmm. because the door casings be like have a gap. to, yeah, there'll be a yeah. gap. So he's going to have to tear the door casings off, which he has not done yet. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. Redo the door casings, but then I assume that's going to require some touch-up paint around the door casings. Well, I would think so. So, that again, upstairs has already been painted. Yeah. I would have pulled all the trim off door right, casing. Right, before the painting. It. Right. Yeah. And then, like, paint as low as you can without hitting the floor. Yeah. And which, which it's shoom- the floor is getting removed, so who cares? So it doesn't even if matter it, at yeah, that point. Yeah. Exactly. And then you just throw the new trim up, and it looks... And clean. then and it looks clean because all you got to do is put the trim up and then caulk right. it, yep. and then the paint's already there. Yep. Like I agreed, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like if you were going to paint it before you did the floor, take off the door casings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's what I would. Simple, done. right? I, whatever. So those are a couple of my little gripes about the the order in which he's done things. He's added more work to himself. I feel like by doing things the way he's mm-hmm. done. And he's not paid by the hour. He's no, just, he's it's a fixed. I mean, so, if you're talking in uh, if you're talking in uh, professional services, it's a fixed fee contract, yeah, which is strange to do. That you know what right. I mean? Right. You would think you would be as efficient as possible, right. try to get it done as quick as possible, so you can move on to the next job. Right. Um, but his work his work has been good. He just works slow, and you know he's had to miss days because of his mom, and he's had to miss days because of his wedding, and all that stuff was told to me ahead of time. Yeah. Now, just, when I was talking to him today, he told me. Okay, this Saturday, which I didn't expect him to work on a Saturday. Right. But I think he's thinking, well, shit, I'm behind now. Right. I'm sure. But he's like, this Saturday, I'm going to be at a campsite with my family. We're doing this thing. He, he told me other days that he couldn't, you know, he's doing something for his mom on this day, something. Where was this two weeks right. ago? Right. Where was this communication? Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. My car is not working. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm trying to fix it myself. It might be a week. It might be two weeks. I don't know. Just communicate. Just tell me. That's the part that f- has irritated me. I agree. So this 
I like that a lot. Okay, this last bourbon that is, was, has been your favorite so far. Yes. Uh, very, like, toffee, buttery. Buttery. I get the buttery. Um, yep. I like that one a lot. I did. All right. Um, I'm going to pause the pee. Okay. While I do, can you pour out the next two? Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. So it looks like this next one we have is our old, well, other than the 15-year, right? Which this is, like, edging in close on the 15-year, which is interesting. It's almost, it's like three months short of 15 Yeah, years. I almost feel like I should have saved should have saved this yeah, one no. for last uh or I mean, the second next one, to last the next year one's I'm 10 years too so i mean yeah whatever but this is the bourbon enthusiast um and this is the one that is 14 years old well and what's funny is i feel like a few of the knob creeks i've done with them and a few of the bullets mm-hmm. that i've done with them have creeped up on 15 years they were older than what the age statement on the label oh they've says. done some bullet um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in the store. I know that we're talking about Knob Creek, but you said Bullet, so I'm going to derail for a second. But the um, the Bullet 10-year, I haven't had that in a long time, and I can't remember if I like it or not, and I mm-hmm. almost bought one, and I didn't. Um, Bullet's one of those overlooked. Yeah. I like- They also had the, the drama of the uh, owner and mm-hmm. his daughter, where... I don't know. Like I think she came out and said she abu- he abused her or something. And it sounds like and again, I have no connection to this. Yeah. It sounds like it was more of a not truthful thing. Um but you never know behind closed doors what actually yeah. happens and stuff, but but they took a little bit of a hit from that, I think. Um and then there was just like a lot of stuff where it felt like she tried to hold them ransom to get like this crazy ass salary. The story, if you look it up, so make your own opinion. I honestly don't know. I have no skin in the game. I do know that I enjoy bullet bourbon just fine. Yeah. Um, I like their bottles a lot. Like yeah, the their, bo- their bottles are cool. Agreed. And they're supposed to, they're supposed to look like um, frontier, almost like canteen type mm-hmm. bottles types of things. But it, look up the story with bullet and their daughter and owner. And, um, I don't judge for yourself. There, there's different viewpoints. I feel like I know there's a lot of people that are hardline, like, Oh, I'm never drinking bullet again. But I feel like if you read between the lines, mm-hmm. it almost seems like someone just wasn't yeah, happy that they were not making more money type of thing. Cause that 10 year was like maybe 60. Well, I don't it, know. it wasn't awful. And I'm like, idea. for, you know, that's, Less than $10 a year. Yeah, I mean, that's a general guideline. So this, I got dark fruit again on this. It was back to... Yeah. No, I get some dark fruit. It's a little bit more of a subtle nose to me this time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really jump out at me, which is interesting since it's 15 years, but I feel like... There's a hint of leather in there for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There's some leathery, oaky type of... Uh, but it's still subtle. It's not yeah, like... Yeah, it's not like... I agree. Um, like I feel like the 15 year will be able to pick smell, up a little yeah. more of that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Or the knob 15, you know what I mean. I wish I had a 15 knob. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What are you getting? The I, age comes through on the taste for me, but in a good way, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. This one is a lot more, um, a lot more oak, a lot more leather. And, and I don't, again, I don't remember what the knob 15 tastes like, but if the knob 15 tastes anything like this, yeah, I'd be okay with it. Same. This is a good, 
Ooh, this is really good. It has a nice complex finish, which isn't like it doesn't feel like um, alcohol. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't feel like the ethanol. It doesn't feel like a one twenty proof. Wow, that's a hmm. This is the one I only have just a little bit left of too, right? Mm-hmm. Damn, this is pretty good. I understand why though. Yeah, if I remember right, I was going through this pretty quickly when I first got it. It was it stood out to me um, as I can imagine why now because it's. I think this is my favorite one. You know what's funny is I'm drinking this out of a bourbon enthusiast glass. Oh, I'm not. And it is I'm a drinking out of a pick. so this heaven, is your favorite one so far. Heaven H. <laughs> a bunch of the letters are coming. You off. know what pisses me off is some of these places. Like I wash these. I wash these through the dishwasher. Yeah. I mean, Should I'm not going to hand wash them. The ones you can tell the ones that are laser etched hold their logo. Mm-hmm. The ones that don't don't. So if if it's like. Um, something added to the glass on the outside, it comes off. Right. If it's laser etched, it stays on. I'm going to make a statement. Best Glen Karen that I've ever seen. Middle West Spirits. Well, the the crystal one. Yes. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That is the best Glen Karen I yeah. have ever seen. And that doesn't. That's not even counting the etching. It's just a neat looking. Glen that is Karen. such a cool Glen Karen. It is. I have to get one of those. No, I, and Rudra, I if you're listening, it I, is. I'm buying one. I don't and like. I don't expect sturdy, anything. It's heavy. It's Set thick. me one off. I want. It's it, one. it's like exactly what you expect a Glen Karen, like um, a fancy piece of glassware yes. to be. Yes. I just it, want to put my pinky out when I hold it. It's super heavy. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It looks fancy, and it's it's sturdy. Like, and I know sturdy is not a great word for glassware, but I feel no, like it is. I feel like it describes it. I have a couple of those rocks tumblers that are that Waterford crystal. Yeah, and that's how they are. They like they have a heavy base. They're yeah. sturdy. And if they're uh, sturdy is a, an important thing for me with glass. If it's real delicate. Like when we got that stuff from uh, what was the place we went through? Green Line Goods. Yeah, their stuff. Like your glasses might have been, but all your stuff came off, right? In the wash? No, mine are still in the box. I haven't used them. Oh well, I think uh, <laughs> Tyler's. <laughs> yeah, all his stuff came off. Yeah, mine didn't have anything on it. They were just they're but, really thin. But mine were hand blown. blown, right? So they were they were all, and you I feel could like tell there's a joke if they're in side there somewhere. It, yeah, if they're uh, if they're side by side, you can tell they're hand blown. They're they're unique. And that's cool. Yeah. It is cool. They are thin. I feel like they could break easily. That would be my concern is them like breaking. So I have not used them very often. I've made a couple things with them. But like I'm afraid to like, because there's a dimple in the bottom of it, I'm afraid to drop like a cube Ice in it. ball in it, yeah. Yeah. Even so my like, Waterford Crystal, one of those has, has chipped. Yeah. And those were like, were there like 50 bucks each or something, I think? They are yeah. not fucking cheap. And I got four of them. It was like 200 bucks. If I remember, I don't know. It's been too many years ago. So, so is either two for fifty or? God, this is good. This is very good. This is my favorite one. This is easily my favorite yeah. one right now too. It's a it's a good balance of age on the tongue mm-hmm. with just a lot of flavor. Yeah, there's I a agree. lot of flavor here. This um, is a great pick. This is uh, a question, generic question. If you were to go to a fancy, like let's just say you go to some millionaire's house or something like that, okay, and they're having a dinner party, okay, and they have real chintzy thin glass, or they have real thick, nice sturdy glass. Which one do you think is fancier? Well, the thick stick. I can't talk. Thick sturdy glass. Absolutely. You think that's fancier? fancier? Yeah. Well, but I mean, some people might think that the thin stuff is fancier, delicate, delicate, yeah, I get and that. fancy. You know, like that's why I was asking. Yeah. Um, 
I know that's a generic, generic, and there's probably exceptions on either side. Yeah, absolutely. But like, that's, that's just a generic question I had because I would feel the exact same way that you do. When I go to a place and I pick up a sturdy glass, a mm-hmm. heavy glass that has some girth to it and some, you know, yeah. like whatever. Well, it's like when you go to like a nicer restaurant like the Pearl and you order an old fashioned, like the kind of glass that it comes in yeah. versus if you go to. Who knows? Sports on tap, or you know, you aren't ready for the comparison. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Odie's bar or, and Hilliard, or, or the goat when you're playing yeah. volleyball outside and they give you the plastic glass. Yeah, because you're outside yeah. playing volleyball. Um, no, I know what you mean. Um, but I just I prefer a sturdy, thick glass. Mm-hmm. I I don't want that delicate nonsense. We like, need to go back to um, that bourbon bar in Grandview that we went for my birthday uh, that year on tap at something taps. Um, it, Barrel and Taps. Barrel and Taps. Barrel and Taps. That place was good. They had, the last time I was in there, they had- Well, they're connected to OHLQ, Yeah, and they're connected to cows. Oh, I didn't know they were connected to cows. Yeah, they always have cows picks there. Okay. So- There was a Russell's Reserve pick they had, and I don't know if it was a cows pick or them, um, but it was fucking phenomenal. It was was pricey for being a Russell's. Well, it better not be an OHLQ pick, because OH, I do not generally agree with OHLQ picks. I I think they're terrible. It was whatever, whoever picked it, it was great, but it was just really pricey for being, for being Russell's. I was like, "Eh." Yeah, but you know what? I mean, a Russell's bottle is like, what, $75, $80 for a Russell's pick? For a pick, yeah, yeah. For a pick, probably 80 And so, if you're thinking about that, like, Blanton's is... Fifty or sixty-three dollars, mm-hmm. and you're going to pay eighteen dollars for a poor Blanton's, yeah. probably. So, so I mean, because I think they were thirteen a poor, if I remember. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, anything below fifteen is reasonable for a poor if it's good. Mm-hmm. Anything above fifteen, because you got to you got to think that's where they make their money first off. So they've got to mark it up, right? But like, damn, Man, this like, is really good. Yeah, it is good. I'm I'm thinking I might ca- I cash this one out tonight. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you did. This is just, um, whether it's the oxidation, because it's near the end of it, yeah. all of the above. This is that a, good is a great bottle. Yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to James and tell him he needs to do another Knob Creek. I didn't get to order the uh, Old Forester that he just did. Yeah. Did you? I didn't. Um, Jeff ordered yours? Yeah. I, I tell did you Tyler what, order mine? No, I don't think so. No. Oh, well. I... Those I don't love the old Forester barrel strands. I, like I the don't. One, the one hundred proofs are where it's I, I was going to say I like that's the one hundred proofs spot. absolutely. Uh, listen, you can proof them down. I get it. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's the argument is you can add a little bit of water to a to a barrel strength old Forester. And I'll tell you though, I've had a couple of amazing, like memorable old Forester barrel strengths. But for the most part, they're hot. For I agree. The, they're hot for the most part. They come off super hot. And it's it's it sucks for me because I love Old Forester. Yeah, same. And and speaking of which, did you see their latest one seventeen is the bo- bottom bond? bond. Yeah. I saw that today. Yep. And it came out at ten a.m. this morning. I'm like, damn it! Mm-hmm. I'm three hours away. Like, I'm not going to get there in time. Right. Um. So I'm going to have to get lucky and possibly find some. Maybe Jason will get a sample of it because yeah. I love their 117 series so far. Yeah, the one that we were lucky enough to get, the Firehouse oh, so or whatever. Good, right? So good. So good. I still have an unopened one. That I, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, that was so good. It's like a rainy day, or I don't I don't know when I'm going to open I don't it. Know, I don't know either. Because, like, what am I saving it for? Agree. And I hate sometimes that they're 375s because I feel the need to, like, save it. In my head, I keep thinking I'm going to get others and then I can compare them and stuff, but they're not even the same. They're nothing. You're not really supposed to compare them, in my opinion, because they're all different. Yeah, like this is Agreed. a bottom bond. The, mm-hmm. the next, the last one was, 
I don't even. There was one that was like Angel Share. There was one that was uh, the Firehouse one. Firehouse. There was one that was like Warehouse K, K or H or something. Yeah. yeah, it's like they've all been different. So they're they're not really comparable. You know, right? Other than if you're There's really like a interested, limited in, series type well, thing. If you're really interested in seeing how some the mash bill that they use can be affected by different things, then sure, yeah. they're comparable. But like they're not exactly supposed to be similar. You know, other than the mash bill. Yeah, if I mean, I highly doubt I'll see one in Michigan. But if I see anything in Michigan next week, you won't week, see one of those. Just in general, it just if I released, see anything too. It just released yeah. today. I expect text from you as you're up there. Mm-hmm. Let's do this last. I've got uh, two clean glasses here. For the 15? Yeah. No, 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 no. For the bourbon oh. on Main. Oh, well, we've I thought you got, were saving. We've still got bourbon on Main. And this is a, this is going to be a neck pour. Or the old neck pour. The old neck pour. <laughs> um, do me a light one there. Like I said, I've got stuff to do. That is... N- okay, that looked like it was more than... Well, it's because some it of it went on the actual table. <laughs> it was so full that I had no angle. I have to clean this table every week. I can tell from <laughs> from sure. us, from just from us. Oh, I thought you meant from like construction no, 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 stuff. No, from us, from us. Uh, well, since then, yes, but also yeah. like you can see the dust on it right now. I haven't I haven't dusted it since there's dust on it like right. But uh, no, every time because we generally record down here unless mm-hmm. it's a super nice day and we do it outside, um, which we could have done today. I didn't even think about. Yeah, that. I don't I'm think sorry. it was going to rain today. You had already kind of started setting up. Oh, yeah. And, but uh, I'm glad you got to see this. What what I've done? Yeah, no, it looks it looks good. It really does. Like all things considered, it just needs finished. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, yeah, look bad. It yeah. just needs finished. So I need to I need to paint the crown molding. Yeah, and like and little things. To, yeah, like outlet covers off up there. Like it'll all get right. like tied. Well, those together. are those are for those surround sound speakers. But, oh, yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, I, I've this room is ninety percent done. the The trim needs painted. And I need to put the speakers back up. I've got two of the speakers up, or three, I guess, if you count yeah. the center channel. Um, all the decorations, except for this, uh, Trina's replacing this clock over here. That's Those are all up. So I just need to put the speakers back up and then paint the, the trim, which I didn't want to put the speakers back up because they're in the way of the trim. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to paint yeah, the trim first, you. then put the speakers I mean, the up. The speakers aren't cheap or anything either. None of that stuff well, is. Well, I mean, they're JBLs they're, or they're Klipsch or something. Klipsch, I, I think, is a decent what brand. What does it say up there? Klipsch? Klipsch, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a decent brand. It is. And they're small and they put out good yeah. sound. Whenever we watch a nice movie down here, because I've got this, the I've got the subwoofer on the other side of that wall, mm-hmm. but you feel it like it's no. That's I like yeah. I like a good surround oh, sound. The surround and this is one two three four five six seven point, point one. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it, yeah, yeah. And the way it's if you sit here, the middle channels are right there and right there. Oh, nice. So yeah. they're right over your head. Yeah, pointing down at you. And so like when you're sitting here, and I designed that on purpose. That's why this couch is sitting where it is. So when you're sitting here, you're right in the middle of it. That seat and that seat don't get as much, but this seat here and these this the pub stools back here, whew. it's cool. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, that. I love so good stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, like when we were watching Airplane, you got the full benefit of that. <laughs> you got of, all that racism of Leslie Nielsen, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's comedy and the yeah. racism. The uh, uh, <laughs> that's funny. All that racism. <laughs> seven point one. Right now, I'm kidding. <laughs> Racism in seven point one <laughs> surround sound, <laughs> but you know what? I like. I I'm not gonna go into it again, but I, I love breaking down barriers same. with comedy. That's same, just same. comedy is where you break it down, 
and you point out the you point out the absurdities of of different stereotypes of and of everybody, everybody yeah. and everyone white people black people asian people whatever yes. you you point out those stereotypes you point out those absurdities and it it helps i honestly think it yeah, helps i agree anyway you can't you, laugh at yourself what can you laugh yeah. at yeah so this one's bourbon on maine um we kind of talked about this earlier aj and i went down in october of uh covid 2020 i had uh i had just because it was so hard to get uh reservations for their tours i just went ahead and did one mm-hmm. and then you and tyler couldn't do it and then aj was like yeah, yeah yeah i'll go so he and i went down we stood in line it was a rainy day at first when we got there it was raining and then our tour was like after we went to the gift shop and we did the we did the um I don't remember what the tour was, but it wasn't the one we've always done, the the standard tour. This one took us off into the Pompeii area where they were br- bringing out the new um collection tanks and stuff and Where are you talking about now? Hold on. Buffalo Trace. Okay, I thought you were talking about it at Knob Creek. I was no, like no, no, I've no, never no. been No, no. But the point gotcha. is is at the end of that we went to lunch together. We went to Bourbon on Main, which is a great restaurant mm-hmm. in um, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Great restaurant in Frankfurt. And they always have barrel picks. They always have good bourbon selection. Their burgers are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Their, their food's just really good. And it's just a hole in the wall. Those are the best burgers, man. But, but, it, but we went and had this bourbon. We both had it, and we were like, holy shit, this is good. So I went ahead, and they had it for sale. They had the bottle for sale. So I bought the bourbon uh, bottle. That we just opened it tonight. So that's been sitting a while. Then it has. It's been it's been sitting for three years. It's a ten year old bottled bourbon. Oh, it's thirteen now. Well, I'm kidding. It was aged for ten years I'm before kidding. it was bottled. Yes. But it's it's yes, it was barreled thirteen years ago. I get vanilla for sure. I get a shit ton of yeah. vanilla on this. Yeah, that, it's very right easy. The, yeah, and brown sugar too. I get a lot of brown sugar. Malat. Like caramelized brown maybe sugar, maybe. Molasses, yeah, that, that could be it. But molasses and brown sugar, to me, are similar enough that yeah. I can mistake one for the other. I feel like, to me, molasses is a little more rich in my okay. mind. Okay, Yeah. Just in my mind. I haven't had, like, actual molasses. In, in my mind's eye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you get on the taste? Oh, wow. Um... That's complex, but there's lots of... There's some viscosity there, too. There's a little viscosity. I don't know that it's better than the last one we had, but it's good. It's very sweet, um, but in a a good sweet way. It's not overly sweet. Yeah. Hmm. Man, what is all in that? There might be some honey in there. I haven't opened this, Um, and I remember when I had it. I I still, three years ago, remember Mm -hmm. having this and thinking it was great, and I bought a bottle of it, and I'd never opened it. I didn't want to. It's kind of sitting right in the middle of my tongue. Yeah. Um, hmm. I like this a lot. Do you? This, I, I'm going to call this second place for me. I think it is for me, too. The, the, the last one we just had from Bourbon Enthusiast just had Man. so much complexity. Yeah. It had just the right amount of oak and leather mm-hmm. in addition to, I feel like, what we're getting in this one. Agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this one, the only thing this one's missing is that additional little yeah, yeah. pop of like... Mm-hmm. Leather and oak. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. No, I agree with They're that. They're similar to each other. It just doesn't have quite the age. But I like this a lot. Mm. Yeah. If you don't like a, like the tannins or the dryness like a, from an oak and leather, 
this one's probably the one that would yeah. pu- push you over the top, I think. And I don't want to say it's like overly dry. The last one just had the right it was the perfect balance, I feel like, of the the tannins and the mm-hmm. and the sweetness and everything was just kind of you know perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. And in a way that you just got age, you got sweetness, you got all that stuff together. This one's really you're right. It's got some sweetness to it, some serious sweetness to yeah. it. Which I'm enjoying all of it. This Maybe is good. A little maple even in there? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Speaking of maple, <laughs> Knob Creek mm-hmm. makes a maple infused bourbon. I've had have I had that one it or is not? Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Unless you're using it as a mixer. mixer. Doesn't I have a friend who lives I know a street Nob- over from me. She made bourbon chocolate chip cookies with it, and it was mm. fucking phenomenal. I gave yeah. her my bottle because I was like, oh, my God, I can't t- – I couldn't drink it. I, so I know Knob Creek and Jim Beam are the same, but I feel like there's a Jim Beam maple or there used to be a Jim Beam maple. I don't know. Because I bought one, and we're talking like, fuck, probably 10 years ago now. Sure. Um, and it was like a metal screw-on lid, and I remember <laughs> – um, the lid got all like like granulated Gun- sugar gunky. almost yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on with like, this? Like, like if it was an actual syrup. Bottle. Yes, that's what it reminded yeah. you of. Like the Middle West Spirit syrup bottles. Yes, 100 pure syrup yes. could have been barrel aged. Every time I I have to clean. Yes. The the lid or the the glass uh, where the screw top goes on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it's like you, it's like a granulated sugar. Almost like, like a collects on the top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's I need like, to get another one of those. I'm out. Oh, I've got one. I think for you, if you yeah. want one. Yeah, I've yeah. got a. I, he gave me a big bottle. I haven't gotten through that yet. I think I've got one in my pantry. That's a small bottle. Yeah, if you I want need one. to. From I'm, the Arnold. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm probably. I need to stop in there anyway. Yeah, we need to just go down there and visit mm-hmm. on a day that they're not open. That Ruder doesn't mind us being there. I still want to go to the um, service bar. That's what I mean. That's what. Oh, I, that's, and like go eat. That's what I'm talking like, about. Like I mean, like physically go in and. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on a night that they're open, I just want to go. We in should there just and eat. go make a, a night of that. Yeah. If we get ahead on recordings, we should just mm-hmm. say, you know what? Let's just go down there and have some food. Yeah. And not even record. Let's yeah. just go hang out. See if Ruder wants to join us. Mm-hmm. Go have some food. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I agree. Because their food is good. I haven't had it since they opened up again. Well, I went down there for barrel pick with TSR. Hmm. I remember that. Taste I couldn't select, get off work. Taste select, yeah, taste select repeat. It was a Friday. They were doing the barrel pick on Saturday, which was the game uh, Ohio State played Indiana. We okay. destroyed them, but I didn't have any other tickets this year, so I had to go see it. It's valid. And they're texting me throughout the game like, yeah, don't you wish you were? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> Fuck off. But, uh, yeah, so I, I want to – their food is so good. They have a mushroom risotto there that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They have a burger that's really good. I mean, the, the food there is – Way better than what you would expect from a like a pub a distillery, yeah. which is what it is. It's a pub like attached mm-hmm. to a distillery, but the food is top notch. It's so good. I'm going to take another drink of this, and we're going to have to do that in Knob Creek yep. 15 because yep. we're an hour and 20 minutes into this. And I have to put finish putting a sink together. Yeah. Have you ever seen a vessel sink that has like the raised bowl? Oh, on top of the yes. yeah, 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 that's what it is. Oh, okay. And then so like the where faucets. Did, where, like, did, where did you get it? So was it, a, was it a kit or did you put it all together individually? The home actually, when I bought the house, it already had it. Oh, okay. the faucet broke. 
Okay. For I don't know what the fuck happened to it. It just broke. Um, I've had a couple. So water. is everything still the same? But you're adding a new faucet. I have to add a new faucet, but then I have to take the faucet that was in there was like nickel, um, and so I like oil rubbed bronze. So do I. Just like oil rubbed that's, bronze. That's what our bathroom and our master is. I think Trina's getting away from oil rubbed bronze right now. Mm-hmm. But that's what our gold's bath- popular right now. But it I is. like oil rubbed bronze. My mom bronze. just put gold in her half bath on her first floor. <laughs> Reminds me of the '80s. But anyway, I know um, me too. I'm I put a. I am putting in a new like vessel faucet that's like the tall ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to put a new one of those in because I just ripped the old one out. I got to put the new one in. Is it a single single lever? Lever. Yes, yeah, and then okay. it's a like a waterfall style. If sure. You know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Where it comes out flat and then it yeah. just yeah, yeah. I like those. I do too. Um, <laughs> Whether they're in style or not, I love them. My I like sister them. has one of those at home at her home. That is cool. And yeah, no, I yeah, I like them. But but I also have to then replace the drain in the bowl. Is nickel also right, so you have to take that it. apart? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it came with the new. Usually, drain. I was going to say they usually come with mm-hmm. the plunger slash drain, whatever. Plunger. There you go. That's probably the right word to use. Well, the that. thing that stops mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, if you want. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't have like the pull. It's just like a, a push or like a spring. Yeah, it's one of those. Trina and I, we bought a so our half bath. If you remember, just about a mm-hmm. maybe maybe a year and a half ago, I we uh, we redid ours. And it came with everything but the hardware. Okay. And so we did the hardware ourselves. We bought the the like the handles, faucet and handles, the plunger, all that stuff. And the, and then we tried to get uh, door pulls and stuff that matched um, as close as possible. So all of that stuff, I I installed that recently. We're gonna have to pull that all out when to we put do the, the new floor. Yeah, to do yeah. the new flooring. Because right now it's hardwood. The hardwood ex- went into the bathroom. Mm. We're going to switch it to a tile, which is a cool – It's a. I feel like it's a really cool-ass um, design. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so glad he's back because I did not want to do this. I did not want to do it. The one thing I insisted on with Trina is I was like, we're, we have to use a dark grout. Bathroom, yeah. light grout, they don't match. Because eventually you'll end up with dark areas in the grout – and then you'll be like, uh, that looks gross. I just cleaned all my grout lines not too long ago because What do you the, do? So believe it or not, um the previous owner left a grout cleaner and that's oh. what I used. And it smells like fucking shit. It smells so it smells like rotten eggs. So I ended but up wearing it, a mask yeah. because I don't know like what the fuck What's am I breathing in? in? Yeah. Don't know. So I wore an N ninety five. Here's a trick for grout. Okay. Cleaning grout. So from in the um what do you call it? Uh, cosmetic section. Mm-hmm. There's these tubular cotton rolls. Okay. That are like long and tubular. Soak them in bleach. Lay them in the grout. Oh, fucking! It br- just absorbs it and yeah, like and just it just clears. If you're not doing dark grout, if you have yeah. light grout, fucking magic. I was down there with a toothbrush and a towel and whatever that stuff is, and just well, like, that probably was faster. And like and. You would have to have a lot of that cotton. Yeah, to I would do, have to have a lot in of that. A, like a floor. We use yeah. this, so we do this for our grout along. So we have pouring glass in our shower, mm-hmm. uh, which is clear as opposed to like glazed. My contractor said that a while back. He's like, "Oh, you you want the pouring glass or you want the anyway?" So you can see right into our shower. You know, they, there's, no, there's no fogginess. Yeah, yeah. When you're in the bathroom, right? I mean, to be expected, right? So. We at the base of each one of those, it will mildew and build up some whatever, but it's mm-hmm. grouty and stuff. So we we 
we lay that stuff down there and it we put it in bleach and then lay it down there and it just clears it up. Nice. It's it's amazing. Like on a floor it would suck. Especially if you have smaller tiles. Uh they're probably twelve inch tile, but like you just these your are, knees and ankles start to fucking hurt. Ours are like four by fours, I think, that we're about to put in. Yeah. That's why that's, I said it's gotta be it's gotta be dark grout. Dude, I did it. I did a shower in two by two for someone once. It was rough. It was the grout in that, like grouting that. Our shower was, um, they were 12 by 12, but they look like individual. Mm-hmm. And so like you had to grout the whole thing. So there's grout in between. It's like pebble stone. Oh yeah. But that they were 12 fingers, but roll. they were 12 by 12, like, um, meshes. I know what you're saying. With yeah. the, with the pebble mm-hmm. on it. And then you put the pebble and then you grout it. Yes. That's what our bathroom yeah, floor is. That sucks. Or shower floor is. You know, if you like, you take the sponge the and like basin. wipe the grout or whatever yeah, when yeah. you're doing it. Dude, last time I did that, my fingers were raw oh, yeah. from like dipping it in the grout yeah, and rubbing it or dipping right? it in the bucket water and like, yeah. and the sponge. Trust, Fuck, uh, don't it remind me. That's why I did not want to do our bath, our I half bath. I hate doing tile. I didn't want to do our half bath. I hate doing tile. I hate fucking using a tile, tile saw. Yeah, because the it's, water, the uh, it's the wet messy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I messy. Know. It's loud. Like fuck all of it. I know. That's why I didn't. I was so glad yeah. this guy kind of came back to us. I was like, I'm, I'm not telling fuck. him up front that you're not getting all the money you expected to get yeah. because I put money into this. Good lord. There's like some adhesive in the back of that thing that like holds yeah, it in there, probably. And it's been sitting there since we opened it. Yeah, three years ago, probably. I think it's been three years since we did this episode. With the Knob Creek 15. I think so. And look how little out of it is missing. I know. There's not hardly anything out of this. We should have opened it up. Well, I can let it sit. But that's that's a big enough surface area that there's probably been some oxidation. Give me a nice hefty pour. I'm, fuck it. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Hey, we haven't done this in a while, but give me a cheers. We haven't. Cheers. Yeah. There it is. You heard the clink. You heard the clink. Yeah, I know. That was a good clink. That was a good clink. You just just start the episode with like clink, and that's it. <laughs> I just, man, I swear. Like, I've said this before. I was about to sneeze. Whew. My, have your allergies since the fucking Canada bullshit yes. started? Flonase, man. Yeah, Flonase is OTC now. You can buy it without a prescription. I have not been using Flonase. Does that work? Yeah, Flonase is fantastic. Really? And I it's, need to it's do over that. the counter now. But like I'll get like all watery in my eyes and I'm about to sneeze and then nothing happens. And I'm like, well, that was non yeah. anticlimactic. Yes. <laughs> um We get yeah, Flonase is where it's what at. was I about to say? Oh. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah, no, the 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 cheersing and all that yeah. stuff. That that was one thing. There was something else I was gonna say. I, I've completely escaped me now 15 year knob creek we did this oh we did this back in 2020 and it was uh we did a old it was an older than 12 year episode basically is what we did we didn't like this that much at the time um but again it might have just been the product of new bottle yeah new bottle when we did it the order in which we did mm-hmm. it, it could have been a lot of things, or it could just suck. We'll find out in a second. But I would expect more oak on the nose that I'm not getting, I'll be honest. I'll agree with you there. That like fourteen year 
um, bourbon enthusiast had. 14 year, nine month. <laughs> it was pregnant. I mean, honestly, it's, it's almost, it's, it's almost 15, 15 years. years. It had more oak the, on the The nose. calendar years are 15 years apart, but it's not a full 15 right, years. Right. It was 14 years, like nine months. That's a good point when you talk about, like, does it have to be a calendar year or is no, it two months? No, it does. It does. Okay. Yeah. If they're going to call it a 15 year, it has to be full 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there, you're right. This seems, what's, did you get the uh, proof on this? 100 proof. 100 proof? Yeah. I, like I, I feel like that's their thing when it's not a, a single barrel. Mm-hmm. It's softer for sure. Well, that's a good point. It's not a single barrel, so there could be older stuff in this too. It could be 18, 15, 16 mixed together, sure. Yeah. It's not a single barrel. But it's softer for sure on the nose. I like it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I wish the proof Ooh. was a little a little, a higher. little higher. 110, 115. I'm getting the oak. Same. And the leather that I didn't get on the nose. Same. But there's also like a there's a sweetness at the end of it that rounds it off. There's a creaminess for me. Creaminess. That's a, that's a, there's that's a, a cre- like That's a, actually what it is. It's not a sweetness, yeah. it's a creaminess. You're right. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. That rounds it off. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make the oak and the the leather harsh. Mm-hmm. So so let me back up. To me, at the forefront is the oak and the leather, but then there's that creaminess that that kind of just like just rounds it out yeah, in a way, yeah, in a way that softens it at the mm-hmm. end. So it doesn't finish tannic. Agree. It finishes soft, but. That's not a bad thing, right? This is better than I remember it. Yeah, I was about to I remember being like, we didn't like this. We didn't like it at all. I mean, maybe that's the key is you just got to pop it and let it sit for a while, then revisit it. Or just, I, I, I do think, and this isn't a, this isn't a thing. This is, this is actually a thing. What you eat that day, what you drink beforehand, all those things play a part. We've been in the same mash bill this entire time. Mm -hmm. And I think this is this is a good culmination of uh, all the mash bills we've had, or all the single barrels we've had, leading up to the same mash bill being at a hundred proof and fifteen years. I think this is this is a soft version of what we've been drinking all night, and but it's putting a little bit more emphasis on the oak and the and the leather. Yeah, I I agree with that completely. I'm getting all the things we've gotten. I've got. I've, I'm getting vanilla. I'm getting some brown sugar. When I go back to the nose now, the brown sugar comes out a little bit more. And I, I just, I don't know. This is good. I, I was really hating this last. This was our least favorite when I know. we had it on that at one episode. And it I was, know. and it wasn't like, even like close. It was, it was a big drop off. We thought. I remember being very like disappointed in this, and I'm not disappointed. Yeah, I'm not disappointed at all. This is sat on my shelf, untouched since that episode. That's crazy. And this is actually not bad. No, this is this is no. Enjoyable. I would. I would. I mean, now I'm thinking like I would love to taste this next to the 12 year. 
And I would love to taste this next to the 18 year. Yeah. Maybe we have an episode coming. Yeah. You could do like a, except all the nines are 120. I like if they're 100 proof just for consistency. Yeah, but you know. But you could do like a nine, a 12, a 15, an 18. Yeah. But I don't even know where you can get an 18 right now. I don't know. Either. I think they're all gone. I mean, there's probably some somewhere. Right. But yeah. Damn. This isn't. This is much better than I thought. Now we went up in proof and then back down in proof. That yeah. might be part of this, making it feel softer. Yeah. But this is enjoyable. I mm-hmm. could. I could sip on this easily. Agree. Damn. All right. It's the same, um, like Booker's box too, essentially. Similar. Yeah. yeah. It's the wood, the little plexi front yeah. that slides in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same shape because the the bottle shapes are different. Right. But it's very similar. Similar style. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. A hundred percent. So, and, and presentation wise, wise, presentation wise, it's actually uh, nice. It looks mm-hmm. really good on the shelf. It does. If you leave it in the box with the plexi. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It's a, it, we, we don't talk about that a lot anymore, but we still every once in a while bring up the shapes of the bottles and mm-hmm. the packaging and stuff. And this is a good packaging. I like these bottles too. Yeah. Um, no, the the Knob Creek bottles to me are similar to the uh, Bullet bottles, like an antique look. Yeah, and, yeah, they're just like almost like they're not mass produced, even though they are. Mm-hmm. Especially the newer ones with all the dimples, they feel like they've. They've got like some randomness to them, even though they're probably all, all exactly the same. the same. Right, agree. Um, and it's the dimples and the the undulations in the bottle. I it's cool, mm-hmm. but I feel like it might be synthetic cool. But you know, it's cool. oh yeah, like it's it's just a neat shape and a neat uh, look to it. And it, the way it captures the light as you're looking at it is interesting too. That would be a great company just to make bottles for people, right? Wouldn't that, that would be you cool. can kind of be like, yeah, we make their bottles undercover, kind of like, yeah, I make we the make bottles. bottles. Yeah, who was it? Was it Jeff that sent us a mock-up of someone he knew that designed the new Blanton's bottles? Oh, even, I haven't seen that. If so, even, even though it was just like a very, 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 very slight difference, it might have been Martel. Okay, but it was either it was either Jeff or Martel. One of his buddies did the CAD drawings for mm-hmm. the new Blanton's bottles, which was it was a slight change. The Blanton's bottles are very unique. You have to yeah, they are. That. They look like a grenade. Yeah, they're very, very unique. And then the the international versions are a thinner looking mm. grenade because they're seven hundred smaller. As yeah, not seven fifty. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know that until you got your gold when um, when he brought his black here. Yeah, and, and he took the picture with us. Yeah, we're gonna do that episode coming up soon where it's black, Japanese mm-hmm. gold. And then our standard blends. And a straight from the barrel. He said he had a straight from the barrel. Too. Jeff? We'll, yeah, we'll, nice. do, we'll do all those together. I brought us that STFB. Remember that one time, that sample? Yeah, and I had a sample from uh, Nose Your Bourbon. Okay. He sent me. Yeah. We did a huge sample trade. Nice. That's fun. And he sent us like six samples, maybe 10. It, I, it was probably closer to 10. I wish more people did that stuff. Like, yeah. Just we, like If you reach out samples. to people, they'll do it. Yeah. They'll do it. If you and and he's the reason the knows your bourbon guy is the reason why I have an Excel spreadsheet now because he had a oh, spreadsheet and I was does. like oh shit I was like that's a brilliant idea why didn't I think of that and so he sent me his spreadsheet he's like what do you want I was like 
oh, that's cool. Right. And then I had a spreadsheet after that. But at the point, I didn't have a spreadsheet. I had to, I had to walk through with a video, and he was <laughs> he, he was like, oh, send me this, 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 and, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, he sent he, – he was on our podcast a while ago. He was in the first year. I don't know if you were there yet. I don't and, think so. Um, and then – he sent us a lot of stuff. He sent early times bottom and bond. I I hadn't had that yeah. yet. He sent uh, like so many. I don't things. see that on the shelves anymore. Well, it's not. It's never on the shelves in Ohio. Yeah. And when it was back in the day, it was there for like a week and then it's yeah. gone. I know. You go through Nashville. It's Down there. there, it'll be there. I traded one of those for a fucking E.H. Taylor for a guy at work. He wanted it. He's like, he really liked it. Really, and he had a hookup for E.H. I still Taylor. have like three or four of them in my bag. Yeah. Next time I'm here, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop one. And I drink gave it. Andrew a E.H. Taylor for helping me with the electricity back there. I'm in an early time. It's not an E.H. Taylor. I'm gonna pop. No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I gave Andrew an E.H. Taylor. He likes E.H. Taylor. He loves E.H. Yeah. Taylor. I gave him one for helping me do the electricity in the uh, room right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so now I need to get a dimmer, mm-hmm. and it's a three way switch because at the bottom of the stairs there's a switch, at the top of the stairs there's a switch. Yep, I know they're, exactly what you mean. They're completely wired wrong right now. The bottom switch only works when the top switch is on. Ah, oh, that's annoying. I know it's annoying as shit. The guy, the the contractor that is here, he said, "Oh, it's all the wires are there. It's just wired wrong." Okay, well that's good. Yes. Because otherwise it was going to be have to be that way forever. Right, because you're not going to rip out the fucking wall and rerun. To get it up there. Yeah, yeah you're not yeah, going to yeah. do that. Right, right. Even though they're almost right on top of each other, you could probably just drop the wire down. Good, potentially, I yeah. Mean, honestly. Um, but it would probably take you having to pull the drywall out mm-hmm. or, yeah, you'd have to almost remove It's hard drywall. to fish that wire through. It is. Because the, the, the box is there, and to get it down through... You almost have to pull the box out. You have out, to pull the box out. And I've tied a heavy washer you have to pull the on a fishing out. string. Yeah. And I've pulled the fishing string through. Then you tie the, the conduit. and it's then tough. Not the conduit, it's but tough. the Romex. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to sign off. No. I think we're done, man. Okay. So what do you think? What was your... Let's let's. Oh, let's man. This 15 year is hitting a good spot. It is. It is. It, I saved, honestly, it's, this little tiny piece probably of third the 14 year. The 15's third for you? Yeah. I think it's second for me. Uh, that's fair. So the bourbon enthusiast one that's almost 15 years old is my number one. Same. I'd say then the bourbon on Main. That's a close tie between that and the 15. Yeah, it really and, is. And I and I get that. If if you're not, the sweetness of that one really mm-hmm. really stands out. So for me, it's bourbon enthusiast, the bourbon on Main pick, the Knob Creek 15 are my one, two, three. Yeah, I saved a teeny bit of that bourbon enthusiast fifteen or fourteen, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fourteen it, nine. It, it edges over the fifteen. It year. is. It just it's edges good. over yeah. a little bit. I might cash that tonight. I wouldn't blame you if you did. Yeah, I would because it's it's a fifteen year. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. So uh, thanks for joining in, guys. I don't know that we've done a Knob Creek episode. I don't think an exclusive Knob Creek. Yeah. Yeah. We've done Knob Creek in episodes. Right. I don't know that we've done a full Knob Creek episode. So thanks for joining in, guys. Um, hopefully you got a little glimpse into Brett's travel plans <laughs> and my stupid ass contractor bullshit and Knob Creek. So uh, thanks for joining week. in. We'll see you next week. 
We're going to try to do two episodes next week, even though you're not going to be here. Okay. I think Tyler's going to be back in town. Nice. And uh, I'm going to try to see if maybe Jason will come in. We'll get uh, Chris. Chris is going to be out of town, I think, again next week. But maybe I'll get him on Monday or something. You can FaceTime me while I'm in Michigan and like, hey, that's not. A bad I'll idea. pop on real fast. When do you leave? Uh, late Tuesday. Next week? Yes, a week Ooh. from today. Late Tuesday, meaning what time? Like I don't know yet. We're going to go to her parents' house, then go from her parents' house up to Michigan. So would you know. honestly FaceTime with us? Yeah, because I'd love to have you on. Yeah. yeah. And and send you maybe a sample or something. Have you yeah. pick it up on the way out? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have you uh, jump in. Yeah, um, it could be audio only, not video, because of service. Because you know what I mean. I don't know what their service is. So whenever Jeff is available, he's coming in for a Blanton's episode. Nice. I would like to be available for that. Yeah. So I'll try to get you a sample for that. If that happens before, we'll try we'll to figure it out. You, so if we record on Monday next week, could you be able to do that? I could. I like to work out on Mondays, but I could skip. When would you work out on Monday? Well, jujitsu's in uh six thirty to seven thirty. It's kinda late. Fucking stupid. I know. It's That's so dumb. I know. Tell one of the owners that, to change the times on that class. To, I'm gonna have to talk to one of those guys. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh see you next week. We don't know what we're doing yet. We're figuring it out as we speak. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining in and uh see you next week. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.